Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, welcome back to the channel. Today we are mocking. We're mock drafting for Fantasy Football 2020. It's got all the rookies in it. It is a redraft format. Got 11 of my closest, bestest friends in here. We sent out a tweet earlier in the week. So we're doing a little bit of a mock draft. If you want to get into one of these in the future, uh, be sure just to follow me on Twitter. That's why I'll be throwing them up there, but excited to kind of get this rolling. We're going to start it in just a minute. To give you a little bit of a background before it starts, 12 teams in here. Redraft format. It is going to be a PPR format, 30 seconds per pick. So a quick trigger on this draft and it is a snake draft. So we'll loop right back around to us redraft format. So all that is taken out. You understand kind of what's going on. I'll talk through mainly my picks, but I'll kind of get an idea of what's going on in the general strategy, where positions are coming off the board and when that you know about all that, where certain players are being reached on or where they fall to. We'll point out some of the big points there and really what I'm trying to do with this. I'm drafting from the nine spot. So, you know, getting a, a couple of those drafts in, getting the, the top four running backs or just getting a secure one. I've done a good amount from the 11 and 12 spot. I've done one or two from the six and seven. So the spots of five, eight, nine, I haven't really done much there. Kind of want to see what it's like. I so far feel comfortable with everything. You can get two good running backs or two in your first three picks really back to back is what I've been doing pretty much in every single draft I've done so far. And I'm hoping to do that once again from the nine spot. I'll see if it gets tricky. If tough decisions come, sometimes Julio or Hopkins fall to the second round and they're there for you. You want to take them. And if you do take them, well, then you're really, really risking uh, your upside at running back. So big old subscribe button just popped on the screen. Hit that subscribe button. If you are new here, welcome to the channel. If you get any value from this, that's my whole goal to overwhelm you with value. Please do hit the subscribe button, notification bell, all of those things. So first round, let's see how things are approached here. Christian McCaffrey, unanimous off the board at the 101. I really want to see these first two or three rounds, what happens. I'm personally having the game plan of still taking back-to-back running backs. And I've been having this theory and it's a pretty wild theory. I've done three running backs in a row before in a draft and a couple of drafts so far for mocks. I've been thinking about taking four running backs in a row. I don't know if I would seriously consider this, but I want to try out that strategy. Wide receiver is so deep. You can get wide receiver twos in the the seventh and eighth rounds of drafts at this point and borderline wide receiver twos in like the ninth and 10th round with upside. Whereas running backs, your running back twos are being soaked up by like the fourth round at this point. So we see Christian McCaffrey go at one. Josh Jacobs is absolutely reached on at the number two overall pick. A little bit interesting there. I, I, I don't agree with that, but we'll see what ends up happening here as we continue to go through. We're one pick from my turn right now. The best running back left on the board for my rankings is Joe Mixon. Derrick Henry still on the board. So I'm guaranteed at least Joe Mixon or Derrick Henry at this point. I'll be fine taking either of them. I want Mixon though. I have him ranked one spot higher. He ended up having Zeke, Kamara, and Cook go off the board. So six running backs taken in the first seven picks. I'm definitely taking one. So Michael Thomas goes at the 1-8. That allows me to go ahead and get Joe Mixon at the 1-9. So you can see right now what's happening. Seven running backs being taken in the first nine picks. That is exactly what you can expect more out of uh, during this entire thing. Um, Yeah, I, I think it's very interesting to see that this is the strategy. Uh, running backs are going to go early. My goal is to be locking up multiple running backs with my first few picks. And it seems like we're probably going to be able to do that um, right now at the 1-9 first round taking Joe Mixon. So Derrick Henry goes off the board at the 111. I, I'm probably a little bit lower on Henry than consensus. I have him at the seventh overall pick, but there's been many times that I've taken Miles Sanders ahead of him, Nick Chubb ahead of him in some mock drafts. So I might even push him down a little bit for PPR formats. I know that a lot of people like him. He's a favorite to lead the lead in rushing this year. Like he's projected for in Vegas over 1500 rushing yards. So it's hard not to like him it's just that PPR aspect like you have to rely on that rushing happening at that point for a bigger body back if he's going to be taking on a workload of 300 plus carries any nicks or bruises one or two games missed and he's absolutely dust for you because he can't make up for it in the receiving game Miles Sanders goes off the board at the 2-1 my best available running back for me right now is Nick Chubb in my rankings and then Kenyon Drake Josh Jacobs was already taken in the first round I'm going to be trying to snag one of those two running backs hopefully they don't go back to back here otherwise I'll have to maybe reach for Austin Eckler I'm not sure if I want to be doing that I'm really hoping we don't see Kenyon Drake off the board here. Um, do I think he's deserving of a second round pick? And Aaron Jones goes off the board. 
forward. So whew, we got really close right there. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Kenyon Drake with my second round pick. So you can see the running backs that are going off the board right now. This is absolutely crazy. Seven in the first round and the second round starts with four straight running backs off the board. So 11 running backs in the first 15 picks right now. Get your running backs early. I'm, I am I already said that I might start a strategy of four running backs. It, all, it almost doesn't make sense because then you're drafting a backup running back at that point. So it does make sense to just get your, your wide receiver one if you were to take three in a row. But it's just a strategy I want to see how much can you get because after you take your first two running backs, you're either taking a third one right away with your next two picks or you're waiting a while and just trying to get like an RB3 upside player because there's not a lot left. And obviously, as the season goes on, guys will separate themselves in committees. Rookies will start to establish themselves more and will have a better idea. But that has not yet happened. And we don't really know how to approach it. DeAndre Hopkins falls to the 2-6 overall. So very interesting spot for him. I have Hopkins at number 12. So he falls a, a pretty decent amount there. He falls outside the top 15. So I think that's a nice pick. See Travis Kelsey going at the 2-7 there. Let me start to look at my overall rankings. Austin Eckler goes to the 2-8, not a bad pick. So you get a run of a couple of tight ends in the second round, Travis, Kelsey, and Kittle. That's where they've been slowly going off the board. I'm not against it. It's really just your, what you actually like to do there. I personally don't go tight end early, especially when it's so deep this year. I have Kelsey as my 17th ranked overall player. I have Kittle as my 27th. So it's a fine spot to take Kelsey. Kittle, I think a little bit too high here. But then you see two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, and they are my one, two quarterbacks in that order. But I don't have them ranked until the 60s in my overall top 150. So I'm not taking those guys until the earliest of fifth round. They'll obviously never fall to me in the fifth round, but that's where I'm at with those ones. So yeah, I'm not going to be taking a tight end early or quarterback. So there's just no way that any of my teams, unless it's tight end premium, unless it's some sort of super flex, but even then I'm fine waiting on quarterback. There's really no way that I probably ever end up getting to one of those guys. So you can see that the first pick in this draft, Sal V ends up going with three running backs to start it. I I don't hate it. Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, and Melvin Gordon. There's obviously question marks around Melvin Gordon right now, some around Todd Gurley, but I don't hate that start. So these are usually the rounds now, maybe the third and fourth round, really like the mid part of the third into the fourth where wide receivers just start going off the board because we already had, I mean, we had 11 running backs taken in the first 15 picks. Uh, and then since then, you've had six more running backs taken in like the next 12 picks. Another one in Clyde edwards helaire goes off the board. So you see three running back strategy is happening right now. Two teams have taken three running backs. MG2 Reels has taken Zeke, Eckler, and Clyde edwards helaire And getting Clyde edwards helaire in the third round is a steal. So looking at my rankings right now, Kenny Galladay is my highest ranked. Actually, Allen Robinson, these guys usually fall very similar. Allen Robinson, I have an 18th overall. Kenny Galladay, I have a 19th. They're both left on the board right now. They're my two highest ranked players available by a decent margin. All right. So Kenny Galladay just went ahead of me. I'm going to end up getting Allen Robinson here. So I get my first wide receiver in the third round running backs that were left on the board at this point. Nothing that really stood out to me in terms of wanting to get it. I would have taken Clyde Edwards Hilaire at that point did not end up falling to me. You had Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell still on the board, but I'd rather get Allen Robinson, who I think has the upside to be a top 10 wide receiver, where the Chris Carsons, the Le'Veon Bells, there's a little bit of question marks around them. So the highest ranked player I have on the board as we approach the end of the third round right now is DJ Moore. He's my wide receiver 11. He's my 25th overall player on the board. He would be the guy that I'm trying to target this time around. I do like the idea of getting a third running back with my first four picks. Carson and Bell are still on the board. I'd consider it with Le'Veon Bell. David Johnson is still on the board. Carson and Bell just go back to back to Black Avenger there. So he snags up. That's a really nice start for Black Avenger. Julio, Miles Sanders, Carson, and Le'Veon Bell. I think that's a really solid start. So I'm going to be looking at DJ Moore right now. If he goes, I'll look at Juju. So as long as these guys don't take back-to-back receivers here, I feel a little bit comfortable. So Keenan Allen and Cortland Sutton both go. So now I have a decision between DJ Moore and Juju. I'm going to end up going DJ Moore here. I have him ranked one spot ahead of Juju in my rankings, both on the top 150 and in my wide receiver rankings. So I go DJ Moore there. So now I have two running backs and two wide receivers. I like that start. Uh, the next time around the fifth round, hopefully if he doesn't go is where I usually like to start to take Jonathan. And Taylor if he ends up being there. So another running back off the board. So yeah, you can start to see wide receivers started to go towards the end of the third round, beginning of the fourth. 
You saw eight wide receivers go in 11 picks. Now Devin Singletary and David Johnson go back to back off the board. We're in the fourth round right now. And like you're starting running backs that are left on the board that you can feel confident in. There's not much. I mean, David Montgomery, I guess is like the best thing. Jonathan Taylor, if you want to start targeting some other rookies, my highest ranked running back right now is Jonathan Taylor. He's my RB 20. So he is still left on the board. But after that, I mean, you're looking at Mark Ingram. You're looking at Darius Geis. Uh, I have Darius Geis as RB 25. I have Montgomery as RB 28. So we are already, Calvin Ridley at 4.8 is a good pick. We are already at the part in the draft where Jonathan Taylor for me is my only top 20 running back left. And there's only a couple of top 25 running backs left. Cross our fingers that we get Darius Geis or Jonathan Taylor to fall back around. I think Geis will drop pretty far, but a lot of wide receivers left on the board. Like you can see running backs, not much. We just went over some of them. And then David Montgomery goes right after that. So Cooper Cup and Montgomery off the board. Yeah, I'm higher on Robert Woods. So Woods went ahead of Cup in this one. Lately in drafts, Cup's been going ahead of Woods. Look, Cup plays the slot. He's now going to have to be forced to go to the outside. He rarely sees man coverage. He rarely sees press coverage. You're going to have to adjust a ton now playing physical on the outside where Robert Woods is usually playing. Woods did not miss a beat last year. He played on 95% of the snaps down the stretch. Cup saw his job just absolutely cut in half, really. He saw 60% of the snaps in one game. It was like 30% in the first half of another game. So he really saw a hit as they started to go into more two tight end sets. Juju Smith-Schuster in the fifth round there by Salvi. That's a strong, strong spot for him. Um, You get Debo in the fourth. It's on the turn, so I don't really hate whichever one you took where. That's a really strong spot. My targets as I move forward are going to be Jonathan Taylor, if he can stay on the board somehow. And at wide receiver, I usually do like taking DK Metcalf once this six round starts up. So now you can see what's happening just by the colors. Green is running backs. Orange is uh, the tight ends. Red, the two big quarterbacks went really early in this one. Red is quarterbacks. And then you end up having the blue being wide receivers. So running back started early, right? And wide receivers have just dominated the last two, two and a half rounds. Kareem Hunt goes off the board. I'm two picks away. I would really, really like it if Jonathan Taylor can fall to us. All right, so we get Jonathan Taylor in the fifth round. Funny thing is Marlon Mack goes the pick before him. So we'll end up seeing who wins that one. But feel really good about Jonathan Taylor in the fifth round. Even if it is a timeshare to start, I don't think it will be at the end of the day. Uh, so a lot of good spots left on the board. Steph Diggs goes off the board. We still have Darius Geis on the board. I might load right back up with another running back there. Let's start to look at where my best wide receivers left are. So right now I'm looking at either Darius Geis or DK Metcalf. I'll likely go to DK Metcalf since I already got that third run running back and Metcalf's role and upside, in my opinion, is going to be much, much higher at this point uh, than Darius Geis. DK goes off the board at the 512. So not necessarily sniped. We were still four picks away, but that hurts. Uh, so DK Metcalf is off the board. He was my wide receiver 26. Now we're left to scramble. I believe Devontae Parker might still be on the board, but I have no interest in drafting Devontae Parker this year. So even though he's right now my RR, my wide receiver 25, I'm probably just never going to get there. Now we're into the range where all the starting running backs are gone. Uh, we can start to look at tight ends, but I'll probably wait on those as Darren Waller is now my highest rated player left. Darius Geis goes at the 6-1. So Black Avenger takes both of the players that I actually wanted to take there. Absolutely brutal. Now we got to start scrambling and looking at some of these positions here. So at the running back position, we still have Cam Akers on the board. We still have Kareem Hunt. He's off the board. So it's just Cam Akers, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Mark Ingram for running backs that I would consider. At the wide receiver position, I believe really what you're looking at now is starting to get into that Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, AJ Green type of a range as Raheem Mostart leaves the board. The wide receivers at this point, I feel like I'm just a tier below already. Like DK Metcalf was the final guy in that tier that I would choose from and Steph Diggs. They both went since the Jonathan Taylor pick. Now, if I'm starting to choose between guys like Terry McLaurin, AJ Green, Landry, that feels like a tier below where I want to go. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Cam Akers. I have Mark Ingram two spots ahead of him, but for this specific draft, I feel like I have stability at running back already with Mixon and Drake. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get Cam Akers there. So we got four running backs in our first six picks. I don't hate that. The wide receivers are very strong. Allen Robinson and DJ Moore guys that pushed the top 10 last year. Allen Robinson was easily in there. So I feel really good about that start. 
Now we load up on a few wide receivers. We start to get into these later rounds. Once we hit double digits, I'll start to look at quarterbacks. Uh, maybe around eighth or ninth round, I'll start to look at tight end. The sixth round starting a little bit interesting. Four running backs and Kyler Murray goes off the board. So Murray's my QB four right now. I have Dak Prescott ahead of him. So if I was in that position wanting a quarterback, I get the upside of the appeal for Murray. I currently have Dak ahead of him just slightly. McLaurin goes off the boards. Now I want to look at wide receivers. So let's look at what my wide receiver rankings are as wide receivers start to come off the board in Hollywood Brown and Terry McLaurin. There goes Devontae Parker. So a little bit of a run of wide receivers right now. Landry. So Jarvis Landry is my, my highest receiver left on the board right now. I don't really want to be taking Jarvis Landry as my wide receiver three. I don't hate him, but I'm very high on Odell. So it makes me naturally a little bit lower on Landry. AJ Green, I believe also. Um, so yeah, th- there's some options here at wide receiver. Then we start to get into the tier of Will Fuller, uh, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, and it starts to become it still starts to become very strong wide receiver three options, in my opinion. Austin Hooper, Tariq Cohen off the board now. So Cohen's an interesting pick there at the sixth pick. I think this is a really good draft by Salvi overall. You're getting McCaffrey, Gurley, Melvin Gordon, and Debo and Juju. Tariq Cohen now probably needs a wide receiver. He goes Will Fuller. That's a really strong start. So we're now in the seventh round, and I could probably take a tight end in this round, but there hasn't been many taken. They're starting to come off the board. If a string of tight end starts to go, I'll consider taking a tight end, but it's so deep, I don't need feel the need to. I'll probably take Keyshawn Vaughn if he's still on the board once it gets to me. Jarvis Landry goes off the board there, so we're all Gucci. I think Landry will just naturally take a step back. There's Dak, my QB3. Keyshawn Vaughn's looking good right now. I already have, though. I already have a bunch of running backs. I only have two receivers, so it'll be a decision to make if I want a third straight rookie running back or if I want to end up trying to get to, at this point, what would be my tier five of wide receivers where Julian Edelman and Brandon Cooks are currently living. One pick away would be really easy if this guy just took Keyshawn Vaughn, so I didn't have to think about it. And look at that. He does. So this guy ended up taking... Um, what did he do? He went three wide receivers and then four running backs in a row. So that's interesting. He takes Keyshawn Vaughn there. I think I'm going to take Julian Edelman at this point. He's my wide receiver 32 overall. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to obviously be down on him for real reasons. Brandon Cooks is also there. I think I might go Cooks. Is Cooks still on the board? Yeah, he is. I'm going to go Cooks. So a little bit of a pivot there. So I have Edelman as my wide receiver 32. Cooks is my wide receiver 33. I want a little bit more upside. Um, If I wanted stability with Edelman, and people might say it's not stable with that quarterback situation. Nobody knows how Stidham is going to perform. Seems like they feel confident in him. And he's the wide receiver one there. And I like Nikhil Harry a little bit more for the value in drafts. Whereas Brandon Cooks, can easily be the wide receiver one on this team. I have stability with DJ Moore and Allen Robinson. I'm okay taking a little bit of a flyer with Brandon Cooks. So now we're getting into round eight. I believe there's currently seven tight ends off the board. I'll start to look at tight end in this eighth pick overall, because then it's going to be a while until I have another opportunity. Oh, Hayden Hurst just goes off the board to Black Avenger. That one hurts. And then Josh Allen. Black Avenger's having a very good draft as well. Julio Sanders, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell. That's a strong start. Then DK Geis, Hayden Hurst, and Josh Allen. I think Black Avengers is winning this draft so far. Hunter Henry's still there at tight end. Not much after that. I'm currently on the clock. I'm not in love with Hunter Henry at all. I'm much lower on him than many other people. So I might just pass on tight end right now. And I might take a little bit of a reach here. So Edelman's still on the board, but I think I'm going to go a little bit of a reach here. Pittsburgh's own Deontay Johnson. So I'm going to take Deontay Johnson in the eighth round. Look, it might've been a round too early. He might be a ninth round player. He's currently going on average in like the 10th round. I just can't risk it. Like there's going to be another 15 picks before I get back on the clock. Deontay Johnson is currently my wide receiver 40. I have him right behind guys like Christian Kirk, who just came off the board. Tyler Boyd, who's been off the board. I'd rather have at this point, Deontay Johnson's upside for the lineup I'm putting together here over a guy like Michael Gallup or John Brown. All right. So I want to recap because now we're through, I'm through eight picks. We're halfway through the eighth round. AJ Green falls to the eight, six. I guess I took Deontay Johnson over AJ Green. That could be a mistake. AJ Green's right now in my top 30. Deontay Johnson's just in my top 40. So maybe a spot that 
I end up missing on a little bit there, but I'm okay with it. I, I don't want, I wanted Deontay Johnson. So it might've been a little bit of a reach, but I don't think he would have been there at the, the nine, nine. I just don't think if he falls that far, that's around the average of where he's going. So it's too close to call. I'm fine taking an exciting player who broke out in his first year and most Pittsburgh's uh, Steelers players usually break out in their second year. Higby goes at the eight, eight. That's a really good pick. So just looking over the entire draft. Um, yeah, we're, we're at the end of the eighth round right now. You're seeing running backs in the first two to three rounds heavy. Wide receivers start really coming off the board for the fourth and fifth round. The sixth round is just a hodgepodge of receivers, quarterbacks. Every position goes off the board. Sixth and seventh round, really all over the place. Eighth round, you start to see a little bit more of running backs and wide receivers. We're now entering the ninth round of the draft as C.D. Lamb, rookie wide receiver, might have been, I think, the first rookie to go off the board there at the wide receiver position. He's gone, and so is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield may be taking a little bit too high at the nine there. So looking at this board, Crowder is my highest uh, wide receiver left on my board, but running back's dry. Like right now, we're at running back. DeAndre Swift is my running back 31. I don't want to take another rookie, especially with him having probably the least upside in his current environment. Then you're at like Jordan Howard's. So I have four running backs. I feel good about holding off on running back. I'm going to start to look at tight end. I'm going to start to look at receiver. Matt Ryan just went at the nine, six. I might have to start to look at quarterback. So let's look at a tight end here. My highest ranked tight end left is going to be, I could wait a little bit. There's still Austin Hooper. There's still Gronk. There's still Hunter Henry. I'm going to wait. I'm going to go wide receiver here and let's look at what we have at wide receiver that's left on this board. Maybe a little bit too early, but at the nine, nine, I go Nikhil Harry because this man, Black Avenger has been sniping all my players in the, the turnaround. So, uh, I wanted to make sure that I ended up getting him off the board pretty early, but right now the kill Harry for me, I have him ranked as like a, a top 50, right around like a top 55 wide receiver. Really, honestly, if the time wasn't running out there, I probably would have won either Preston Williams or Anthony Miller, kind of uh, annoyed that I didn't pick one of those. So Julian Edelman falls to the ninth round. That's crazy. And, and that's not his average ADP right now. That's just a drop, but he has been falling. Left on the board, Preston Williams and Anthony Miller are my top targets right now at receiver. I do need a tight end as Hunter Henry just went off the board. I took Nikhil Harry with the nine, nine. That's probably two rounds too early, to be honest with you, maybe even around too early. I thought that Williams and Miller were off the board. Neither of them go though. Both rookies were taken by Black Avenger. So I should be in a pretty good spot to get one of Preston Williams or Anthony Miller here in the 10th round, which then I feel okay about if I get one of them there. Right now I've got five receivers. I've got four running backs, no quarterback, no tight end. And we're getting down into the final rounds of this draft. I'm probably going to end up taking a quarterback and a tight end in the late later rounds. Uh, Preston Williams and Anthony Miller are now left on the board. Preston Williams was the number one receiver on that team and a top 10 receiver in the league through eight weeks last year. Uh, Anthony Miller, Preston Williams. I'm going to go with Preston Williams here. I have him at wide receiver 43. And then I have at wide receiver 44, Anthony Miller. I will also call out, if you're still watching, the promotion up above is Monkey Knife Fight. You can check them out. It's a player prop site. If you'd like to uh, bet on player props, you can get a little bit of a promotion there. Whatever amount of money you put in, they'll match you 100% and give you five free bucks. Or if you just want to play for fun, $5 for free, you can use that promo code. So you can check that out. And also big old subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. Greatly appreciate that. I know a lot of people like these mock drafts. If you want to get in on them, just follow me on Twitter. I'll be posting out every single Wednesday afternoon. I'll post out the mock draft. And then we draft usually around Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I appreciate that. Like button, notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. All the stuff that we're putting out right now, every single day with this fantasy football content, as we balance the DFS side of it and daily sports that are going on there. I feel really good about it. I'm excited for the summer to come. I'm excited for a ton of new people to be introduced to my content, hopefully. So if you do all enjoy this, it will allow it to reach more people if you do indeed do those things. So you can see a couple more running backs are falling off the board, but Jordan Howard falls to the 10-8. And a couple guys that were taken before Jordan Howard, Rashad Penny, Daryl Henderson Jr., Latavius Murray, they're all handcuffs. Maybe Daryl Henderson Jr. wins the job, but Jordan Howard is the starting running back on a team. Yes, he is with Matt Breida. Matt Breida went earlier, but I do like that spot. 10-8 for Jordan Howard is a, a very strong spot in my opinion. Royce Freeman, like I'm just not even going to take Royce Freeman at that point. Just give me a backup running back. Give me like a Zach Moss, a rookie who has upside. Salvi goes with back-to-back quarterbacks, Drew Brees and uh, Baker Mayfield at the 9-1 and the 10 
uh, 12. So the last pick of the 10th, the first pick of the ninth, he goes quarterbacks. That's a strong option. You get two secure options back to back. I feel very, very good about Baker this year. So I do like that pick. So this is a short bench league. So there's just 12 roster spots. It's a short bench. It's 30 seconds. It, it makes it easier to make a video out of it. I set up this league. So my final two picks have to be quarterback and tight end. We're getting pretty thin at tight end, but my man, Mike Gusecki is still on the board and boy, oh boy, I hope it makes it to us. Uh, let's see what my tight end rankings have right now. I'm going to go tight end, then quarterback. So tight end right now, Austin Hooper did go off the board. So we're looking at tight ends that, yeah, it's Mike Gusecki right now for me. Mike Gusecki, I have at tight end 14. He's probably a little bit higher. I'm going to be bumping him above Gallus Goddard. Uh, he'll probably be my tight end 13 to close it all out. If Mike Gusecki was to go off the board, then we're in trouble because we're going to Dallas Goddard. Um, at that point, it's like TJ Hawkinson. Chris Herndon. If we had a little bit more clarity on his role, I'd probably go to Chris Herndon. I believe everybody above me has already taken a tight end. So we should be good. I'm just looking at everybody. So everybody that is picking ahead of me has already taken a tight end. Anthony Miller falls to the 11th round. Man, what a steal. Anthony Miller at the 11-5 is an absolute steal. If you've been following the videos, you know that. That's a steal. I would have gone, now that I know this, Nikhil Harry at the 9-9 was an absolute bonehead mistake by me. I could have gotten Anthony Miller and Preston Williams. Instead, I'm ending up with uh, Nikhil Harry and Preston Williams. I don't hate that, but much rather would have had uh, Anthony Miller there. We get to my pick. I believe Mike Gusecki is still on the board. I need a tight end. Uh, I'm pretty big on Mike Gusecki relative to just overall where you can get him. Like getting Mike Gusecki as your starting tight end in the 12th round is very good. I got Preston Williams. So I got two Dolphins back-to-back picks. That doesn't feel as good, especially since Gusecki really saw his upside spike once Preston Williams went out. So correlating a lineup, that's probably not working out the best right there. So yeah, I'd say that my first eight rounds were very, very strong. I'd say that the ninth pick overall, just because of the 30-second clock really screwed me over, ended up just stress picking with a couple seconds left on Nikhil Harry, even though I could have went back as the commissioner on the sleeper league. But we got Nikhil Harry, we got Preston Williams, the final pick of the draft. I'm going to go with the quarterback. The quarterbacks left on the board, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff seem to be the two best. Matt Stafford's still there. I have Matt Stafford as my quarterback 12. We're one pick away, so I'm hoping nobody takes Stafford, and I will be happy to take Matt Stafford. He is currently my QB 12. So look at that. We're in the 12th round of a draft. Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff. These are all quarterbacks that I have currently inside my top 15. Well, actually, I have Goff at 16. So three quarterbacks in my top 16 are there in the 12th round. Um, you don't have to reach on quarterbacks. If you want to just look at guys who are in my top 20 that are still on the board, I mean, guys like Big Ben are still on the board. I believe there's guys like Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow. Those are guys who are in my top 20 right now. So there's really no reason to reach on quarterbacks. You just end up seeing a lot of value and waiting on them. So that's how I'm going to finish this one off. So to go over my roster real quickly, let's zoom in on it. My roster right now at quarterback, we got him in the last round, Matt Stafford. Joe Mixon and Kenyon Drake were my back-to-back first picks. I feel good about that because then you don't have to get a running back for a while. Allen Robinson and DJ Moore were then my next two picks. Feel good about that. My fifth pick was Jonathan Taylor. So a little bit of a reach there, but he can easily be, if he takes over there, a top 15 running back, push top 10 with that offensive line. Quentin Nelson that he's running behind. We then went Brandon Cooks at wide receiver three. So our starting lineup looks pretty good. As our depth pieces, I feel really good about this. Cam Akers, Deontay Johnson, just upside players here. Preston Williams, Nikhil Harry's name should be Anthony Miller um, if I had a little bit more time on the clock, but we'll take it. So yeah, I feel good. Mike Gusecki at tight end. Let me know what you think about my draft right there. But if you want to get into one of these, just follow on Twitter every single Wednesday morning or afternoon. I'll put out a tweet. We're mock drafting. It usually fills within a couple of hours. Uh, lately, it's been filling quicker. So you can be sure to follow me there if you want to get in on these. This is sleeper.com. If you're looking for someone to dra- somewhere to draft, I like the draft board in general. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Be sure to hit the big old subscribe button that's popping up. If you're just finding my content, because this is the first video you've seen of mine, be sure to check out the rest of them. I put a ton of hours in up front. I can assure you that there's no better content for fantasy sports out there on the YouTubers. So thank you so much for being here. My name is Sal. I appreciate you all. And I will see you in the next one.